freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to the second hour of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we have a great lineup today. We are talking to the powerful ladies of the 2A. And if you missed any part of our first hour, you're going to want to catch up on that. We had a couple of awesome ladies on. And so you just go to gunfreedomradio.com, click on the podcast uh, tab on there, and you can see all of our previous shows. And you can also click on the guest tab, and we have a guest page for every single one of uh, the fine people that have taken their time to come on our show and talk to you about whatever their particular expertise is. And uh, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you like. Let us know if you've got an idea for the show. Let us know if there's something that you disagreed with. We want this to be a conversation, and we want to hear from you. Well, let's move forward with this hour. We have our first guest, Miss Nikki Goser. She is actually a survivor of a deadly crime in a gun-free zone. Uh, She lost her husband at the hands of a stalker who had a gun in a gun-free zone. So Nikki is the author of Denied a Chance, How Gun Control Helped a Stalker Murder My Husband, She's also the 2012 recipient of NRA's Sybil Ludington Women's Freedom Award for her dedication in educating the public, the media, and legislators on the importance of our Second Amendment rights. And she works as communications director for the Crime Prevention Research Center founded by Dr. John Lott. He's an economist and a world-recognized expert on guns and crime, the author of More Guns, Less Crime. So, Miss Nikki, how are you today? Hi there. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so glad to have you. And I I hate that we're sort of starting the hour off on a on a sad note. But I think your story is so important to share with people. And I so appreciate that that you will take the time to to talk with us about it. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, back in um, uh, April, it was actually April 2nd, 2009. my, My husband and I, my husband, Ben, uh, we'd been married for a little over a year, and um, uh, he was shot six times in front of me in a busy Nashville restaurant by a man who was stalking me, and I had to leave my permitted gun locked out in my vehicle because at the time, Tennessee state law said that you could not carry a legal permitted handgun in any restaurant if they also served alcohol, so I obeyed that law. Of course, Ben's killer, he did not have a handgun carry permit. And he was carrying it legally. Um, I'll probably always wonder if I could have prevented that from happening. Of course, I'll never know because I was denied a chance, uh, which is the title of my book. And it details what all I went through and why carrying a gun and making sure that you're trained well is, is really important. 
and um, how I helped get Tennessee's law changed. You can actually, now you, you can carry as long as you uh, don't have any alcohol in your system and as long as they're not posted with a, a no guns allowed sign. Um, so now good people can defend themselves in these places. And it's really important that your listeners understand that evil can visit you at any time and anywhere. You know, we have heard that saying when seconds count, the police are minutes away. And it's really true. I know because I've lived it and it's not the police fault. They have a very difficult job, but even they know they can't be everywhere right when you need them. Um, they're also not obligated to protect you. I mean, it's ultimately your responsibility to protect yourself. So I turned my grief and anger into something productive and started traveling and giving speeches, testifying and sharing my experience so that others could learn and laws could be changed. And I actually went on to become a staffer in the Tennessee House of Representatives for six years. And now I work for the Crime Prevention Research Center. Well, that's really an incredible story. And you are a young woman. You have done a lot in a very short amount of time. And I'm, I can't imagine a, a more horrible thing to live through. But I also applaud the, the legacy that you are, are now leaving behind to open laws to help protect future people's husbands and wives and children. So thank you for your efforts. Nikki, I'm so sorry for your loss and what you had to go through with this. But when, when he shot your husband, what happened next? Did he run away or did somebody grab him or what happened? A United States Marine that just happened to be in the crowd tackled him. And four or five other guys jumped on top also and they held him until the police came. And um, he went to jail and it took three years to go to trial. Ultimately, um, it was a bench trial. There was no jury. The murderer gets to choose that. Um, hmm. And uh, unfortunately, what should have been a first-degree premeditated murder, the judge dropped it to second degree. So he only got 23 years. So oh he gosh. will be walking free one day. Hmm. I'm so sorry. And it's so stupid that that happens that they, they don't. He should have got life in prison or death. Right. Well, and there's those gun-free zones, right? So, um, I mean, what do you think the answer is? That, you know, people think they, they hang up the sign and they think it makes them feel better. But what do you think is the answer to, to not only changing people's opinions about gun-free zones, but also helping save lives in active shooter situations? Well, I think that active shooter training is incredibly important. I'd like to see more businesses and schools take that type of training. You know, Ohio has a really great program for schools called FASTER. It's Faculty Administrator Safety Training and Emergency Response. That's mm -hmm. a mouthful. It it's is. Um, <laughs> Easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, their website is actually fastersaveslives.org. And I would really like to see more people doing uh, something similar to that. Um, I think doing away with many of these gun-free zones, um, you know, would be uh, an answer. Uh, you know, these are target-rich environments. It's where evil people know that they can get a high body bag count and they're going to be met with little to no resistance. I mean, look, almost... All of these active shooters, they seek these places out intentionally. I mean, 
if you go read some of these manifestos and diaries, you can find them online uh, of these sickos. They, they actually say so in their manifestos. I mean, it's just incredible how, how um, calculating uh, these evil people are. Look, just because they're evil doesn't mean they're stupid, you know. Right. Um, and they're mostly all suicidal. They're, they know that they're never going to face the penalty of law because they fully intend to take their own life once a good guy arrives with a gun, the police. I mean, but these, you know, precious minutes, they can mean the difference between life and death. And I, know, think, I think the Marine that, you know, that uh, attacked him, he risked his life in a worse way, too, because— if you were armed, you could have handled it a little bit different. And he had to, they had to risk with close combat to hold this guy down. And yeah. that's not right. And we know, we know people that own restaurants that love guns, and they still have signs on their door that says, no guns allowed. And it just makes me furious why that happens. That's yeah. not make sense. Well, on the, the topic of More Guns, Less Crime, which is a book that was written by John Lott, Dr. John Lott, who... Um, is part of the Crime Prevention Research Center that you work for. Um, tell us about the work that you guys do together. Sure. Um, well, we're a research and education organization, and we're dedicated to conducting academic quality research on the relationship between laws regulating the ownership or use of guns, crime, and public safety. And then we try to educate the public on those results and we support other organizations and projects, initiatives that, you know, are operated for similar purposes. And um, if anyone's interested, you can make donations um, at crimeresearch.org. Well, and I, I hope that people do donate because the work you do is so important. And it's just completely <laughs> accepted and, and embraced by the, the public, right? <laughs> <laughs> or not so much. And the media, right? Yeah, the, the media um, can be incredibly biased, unfortunately. Um, you know, if you're constantly showing stories of um, people being killed or harmed where guns are used, and you don't, you know, when you're saturating the public with those stories and you don't give a balanced view by showing, you know, the many lives that are saved by justifiable use of force, you know, by a handgun carry permit holder defending themselves or others. You know, that really shapes the public's opinion and views about guns and their use. Well, and speaking of trying to shape the public's opinions, what do you think of groups like this Moms Demand Action Group? Um, you know, I, I understand the sorrow and, and the anger felt when your loved one has been gunned down. However, I believe that they're misguided in their thinking. Mm -hmm. I think probably most of them believe that more gun control is the answer, but I, I don't agree. You know, they do seem to get a great deal of, of media coverage, and um, they try to come across as wanting common sense, reasonable gun control laws. So, in other words, if you don't agree with them, then, then that means that you don't have common sense, and and you're totally unreasonable. It means you're a gun nut, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the way they'd like to paint us. And, you know, how common sense and reasonable is a gun-free zone? Well, I guess it's right. fine until a bad guy decides to ignore that, like happened to, unfortunately, you and your husband. Right. So, well, 
unfortunately, we have to run away. We have to run along. But we've really uh, enjoyed talking with you. And I I really appreciate you uh, retelling your story for us here today. How can people follow your work and purchase your book? Sure. Um, Well, you can follow our work at crimeresearch.org. And you can find my book at denieda.chance.com. Very good. And I know that uh, Dr. Lott is a very fine man doing very fine work. And and I'm just so excited that he has somebody like you who's also doing fine work alongside of him to help. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, stick around. We still have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week. And our next guest is Miss Mary Hagen. Mark Levin believes there's one man that's right for the job. The only thing that can begin to turn this country around is liberty. Not tariffs, not protectionism, not deals with big government leftists. Liberty. Beginning the process of persuading the American people of the need to reverse course, to turn the ship around, to embrace our heritage. Nobody else can do that up there but Cruz. He is the, without question, the conservative. Mark Levin. Weeknights at 6, right before the Seth Liebson Show at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner, huge selection, and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show Sundays at 8 a.m. You can also call Dan now for your free customized safe information money kit and 115-page safe money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit EnviroPaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click EnviroPaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix area. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. 
The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we are talking today to and with the powerful ladies of the 2A, the powerful ladies of the Second Amendment. And our next guest is Miss Mary Hagen. She has served as the hunting director with the ASRPA, which is the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association, since late 2014. She has plans to grow the organization as vice president next year in 2017. Mary is an avid huntress, a fierce businesswoman, and a serial entrepreneur with a passion for fashion and the outdoors. Welcome, Miss Mary. Hey, Cheryl. How are you doing? Awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us. Now, you're a local, but we decided to do this Skype-wise, right? Yes. (laughs) Just you are a busy, busy person, and um, I don't even know how you fit us in on a Saturday like this. So thank you. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I'm happy to be here. And so I met you recently at the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. What was it? The 124th Annual Washington... Uh, birthday shoot, right? Yes, ma'am. I mean, yeah, we didn't do too well on that shoot. <laughs> I saw my name at the bottom of the list, and I go, "That's not me." Oh but, no, you did great. Well, we were in the lane next to you, and it was just like I, I just <laughs> wish I could have stolen your scorecard. That's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, it was um, a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was. But that's the 124th annual. So this is a very uh, this is an old organization. I mean, old sounds bad, but I, I just mean it has been around. It's got some history to it. It does. And here you're just, you know, young and vibrant and doing a, a million different things. And you're a girl and <laughs> you're running for vice president. I am. I think that's amazing and awesome. And I know that they're excited to bring your energy on board. But how did, you. how did you get involved with the ASRPA? Yeah, you know, I, a few years ago, I was consulting for a local shooting range, the uh, Arizona Cowtown Range and Studios, and I had attended an ASRPA quarterly, quarterly meeting for my first time, uh, just actually representing my client. 
Um, I was 20 years old at the time, already a shooter, but really just getting my feet wet in the firearms industry. I was consulting for the range and a few other manufacturers here locally. Um, and I realized that the ASRPA is just where it's all at. You know, this is the Arizona's um, NRA presence. Their competitive youth teams are winning championships. They're being scouted for the Olympics. This is just an incredible group of people. And so I wanted to get more involved. I became good friends with the president, Noble Hathaway. And, you know, one day over coffee, he said, hey, Mary, you'd be great at this. Why don't you come on board and be our hunting director? And I just jumped in. It's been great. It's been a blast. Oh, I love it. Now, is there a long history of females taking part in this organization? No, definitely not. There are a few. Um, there are a few that have been supportive for, you know, the last five, ten years even, but only a few. And I, so I think that that is so indicative of the changes that's even taking place in the firearms industry, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, women's shooting sports and other outdoor sports has been one of the fastest growing industries in the United States since 2012 and 13. It's incredible to see. It really is. So what plans do you have, uh, young female, uh, hopefully new (laughs) vice president? Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm very excited to have that opportunity. And um, I I think that if if I do take the role as vice president, I'd like to see, obviously, more youth and more women in the organization. Um, But I'd also like to take us um, into the community more, have more community events, have a more impactful local presence, if you will. Um, I'd like to have more focus on growth in the industry, develop some industry groups with the manufacturers and the customization shops here and see what we can all do together. And of course, I'm also very big on promoting firearms safety and education. I think that um, that's one of the things that the industry faces as a big hurdle is just the lack of education. People just don't know how to handle firearms responsibly. And I want to be uh, you know, the ASRPA is an organization that's well suited to offer that. They really are. I mean, when we went out to the Washington's birthday shoot, there was such an incredible emphasis on safety. But it, absolutely. But it's not like like roadblocks to fun. It actually makes it more fun because you know you're in a, a safe and controlled environment. Absolutely. And you know, it can be intimidating otherwise. I think that uh, new shooters uh, that come out want to feel that safety net and feel like the people around them that are handling guns are responsible. It's so important. And Noble's an awesome teacher. So I, I yes. can definitely see why you got connected with him. You know, I, <laughs> I've never done an organized shoot like that before. And I was impressed and not intimidated, but willing to learn how to shoot when there's 200 people on the field with you. And I thought they did a great job. They didn't make people feel uncomfortable. They just, they made, here's the rules. Everybody followed them and they made sure that people follow the rules. And that was great. Now your, your main thing is bow hunting, isn't it? It is. Yes. So how much, uh, how, how similar are those two sports? Uh, you know, precision precision rifle shooting and archery are very similar in um, how you breathe, uh, in how you focus, and um, a lot of the mental aspects are similar. And you also are getting involved in um, horse shooting from a horse. What? It, <laughs> <laughs> how 
How does that come into play? Yes. Um, You know, I I love horses. I always have. And I just started riding over the last year or so. And I'd like to be uh, competing in dressage by next year. And I'd like to pick up mounted archery as well. You know, for me, it it just looks like fun. I just want to do something fun. (laughs) Wait, nobody who owns a horse can own ammo too. (laughs) I mean, they can't afford it, right? Right, right. Two very expensive hobbies. Yes. <laughs> so true. But how awesome is that? And what a great uh, example you are for young people who, you know, maybe they're they're intrigued with the, the whole industry of firearms, but, you know, they've been fed this message through the media that somehow guns are evil. Yeah, you know, I think, I think that that's one of the tough decisions that young people the younger generations are faced with, um, especially now, there's a lot of negative media, bad press about firearms. Um, you know, I think that for a lot of the younger generation, what their only experience with firearms is, is seeing uh, the negative publicity or they're seeing, you know, craziness in video games and TV shows. And so they're just not comfortable with firearms, honestly. They And in a lot of cases, they've never handled one themselves and at least never been taught how to handle one properly. Well, and you guys just had the ASRPA day, so it'll be another year before that happens. But that was designed to let people touch and handle and shoot, right? Exactly, yes. And so I think that was an awesome event. And there's a video of it online that I'll definitely post on your your guest page on the gunfreedomradio.com page so people can kind of get a sense of what that was about. Well, stick around. We're going to hold you through the commercial break. And when we come back, we've got more with Miss Mary Hagen who is many things, but she also has her own brand called Hagen Hunting. And we're going to talk about that with her when we come back. And we also have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week coming up after this. Hi folks, I'm Don Kyer. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The growing gap between the Judeo-Christian worldview and the operational worldview of the secular world around us was made graphically clear in a headline article that appeared in Saturday's edition of the Los Angeles Times. Patrick McGreevy writes, Aid in Dying Law to Take Effect June 9 in California. The headline news is this, California passed an assisted suicide law last year, but it was only last week that the General Assembly decided the day on which the law will go into effect, 
and that day is June 9. McGreevy writes, quote, California's terminally ill patients should begin talking to physicians now if they want to end their lives, end quote. That is the culture we are becoming, a culture in which a course of care can be redefined as suicide, a culture in which physicians, having been committed to heal, are now authorized by law to kill. This is an entire moral universe turned upside down. I'm Albert Moeller. Learn more at townhallreview.com. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town, Avondale, off the I-10 and Dysart Road, and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We're sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And we are talking with Miss Mary Hagen, one of our powerful ladies of the 2A. And Mary, are you still with us? I'm still here. Very good. Well, we uh, have been talking about how you are going to hopefully be uh, the vice president of the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association next year, making you the very first female VP and the youngest. But huh. you are you've described yourself as a serial entrepreneur. And and it fits. Um, and <laughs> among the many things that you do, you have a gorgeous website with all kinds of, of fashions that are geared towards hunting and towards an active lifestyle. And it's called HagenHunting.com. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with that? Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Cheryl. Hagen hunting is my pride and joy and my passion. Um, I picked up bow hunting a few years ago and I fell in love with the sport, but in shopping for something to wear for it, I just right. didn't have any options. True. You know? 
So I figured, hey, I'm a I'm a businesswoman. I'm an entrepreneur. So we'll wing it and pull it together. Um, now for the last few years, it's really come together and it's been a blast. We've hired designers and and lined up manufacturing and solidified distributors relationships, and we've really just gone at this full speed. Well, um, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so uh, we'll actually be out at the Arizona Game and Fish Outdoors Expo, April 2nd and 3rd. And I will be unveiling my custom designs and our new camouflage pattern for the very first time. It's very exciting for us. That is exciting. And so those things are not even yet on the website, right? Not yet. The very first time we'll be at Expo. And they'll go on the website shortly after that and be ready for order. Oh my gosh, I love it. And just looking at your website, I've got to tell you, I'm a little bit obsessed with your logo. <laughs> Thank it, you. It's so beautiful. It's a silhouette of, I'm sure that's you with your ponytail <laughs> up and your... Yep, my your, ponytail and my ball cap. <laughs> and your, your bows and, and your arrows. And the one that's juxtaposed over a crackled version of the American flag, I'm, I'm obsessed. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you've really got a sense. And, you know, I'm sure you hear this a lot. For a young person, you really are accomplished. You are just accomplished. It doesn't matter that you're a young person or not. (laughs) Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And the expo is going to be awesome. So we'll definitely see you out there. But um, before we go, I have uh, two questions to ask you. One is, how do people get involved with the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. Sure. Um, you can become a basic member um, by going to the website, asrpa.com. You can also, uh, from there, learn about the shooting groups, the youth programs, um, and, and everything that the organization does, upcoming events, etc. if you'd like to learn about those things. Well, and it's such a great organization because, like you said, it is the Arizona arm of the NRA, And I know there's people out there that want to give the NRA kind of a black eye and a bad name, but there are so, so much of the time and energy and resources of the NRA are taken up teaching safety. Absolutely. And so that is the, the reason, if no other reason to get involved. And then if you care about your second amendment rights, well, there's another reason to get involved and just support your, your local uh, branch of the NRA, which is our Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. The other thing I wanted to ask you before we have to go is, um, you know, that we were talking about how there's so many young people that maybe they're brand new to the, the firearms industry or they, they want to get involved with something, but there's all these negative uh, messages coming at them. But what would you say to a, a young 20-something Who's on the fence about gun ownership? You know, I there's a lot of there's a lot of people on the fence about gun ownership, but um, as I had mentioned earlier, I think a lot of that is is just being misled or uneducated in the space. And so I would just encourage people to get out on the ranges, get educated, get away from the TV, meet some real live people who carry a gun every day. <laughs> and learn about firearms, learn how to handle them properly, um, shoot, have some fun at the range, and then make your decision after that. I think that's awesome. And you might even find yourself sitting atop a horse shooting a gun (laughs) as a mounted shooter like Miss Mary Hagen, right? You might. You might. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Sure. 
I, I loved having you on. And good luck with all of your ventures. We will see you out at the Expo on April 2nd and 3rd. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. Absolutely. Bye now. All right. Well, we are coming down to the wire here, but we still have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week coming up after these messages. smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 the patriot on every day good things happen listeners are informed and entertained not only that the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners if you run a business please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles the patriot listener visit 960thepatriot.com or call heath garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-720-6694. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-720-6694. That's 1-800-720-6694. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar 
installer for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And Dan is sitting across the desk mouthing the words. I'm going to make him come in and do that next time. You know, this show's almost, it's almost over two hours. We need to go to three hours, Cheryl. Stop it. Why don't we just spend the day here? Just Yeah, we'll just camp out. We'll just yeah. be here all the time. All, uh, Dan and Cheryl all the time. That's too much, right? Well, I, I enjoyed our talk today with the powerful ladies of the 2A. We had great guests today. It's unbelievable. I, I'm so excited about the people that we've been able to meet at all the different events that we've gone to. And then we have wonderful people who have introduced us to other wonderful people. And um, it's just an amazing uh, thing to, to be able to talk with these people and that they take the time out of a Saturday I mean, that's family day, right? right? And then our listeners who take the time to tune in, whether it's live or whether they go to the podcast afterwards during the week. We have a ton of listeners who uh, have started doing that. Um, and so that's at gunfreedomradio.com. You just click the podcast tab. And, and all these women that we're in today, what do they all have in common? It seems like it's they all want us to be educated and handle guns safely, and to give a good name to the firearm industry. And you can't give a good name to it if you don't follow the rules. That's right. And so, get educated, get trained, right. get involved, right? Right. So um, those are definitely important uh, issues, and, and I do think they all represent that well. Well, one of our favorite things that we get to do every week here at Gun Freedom Radio is our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report. Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Well, today's report, um, I want to kind of set the stage for you. Suppose this is you, right? You're on your driveway. You've leaned into your car so you can safely strap your four-year-old son into his car seat. There's nothing special about the day. There's no dark clouds looming in the distance that are warning you that you know, maybe danger might be lurking near you and your family. But danger is there. Danger in the form of a convicted murderer, rapist, arsonist, and escaped felon who comes up behind you as you're strapping your son into his car seat in the car. And he forces you to go back inside your home where he now holds you, your wife, and your toddler hostage inside of your own home. This isn't the plot of the latest summer blockbuster thriller. This actually happened to a young 20-something couple in Vicksburg, Mississippi. 
Developing tonight, the manhunt for escaped inmate Raphael McLeod is now over after he was shot and killed early this morning by a Vicksburg homeowner. This is still a very active investigation. Jessica Bowman breaks down the details from here. He was coming out and he was wounded. He was stabbed up and bleeding everywhere. And I was headed over to uh, ask him did they need any help or anything. Next door neighbor Ollie Dixon says it was an eerie sight as he watched his neighbor walk out of his home around 7 Thursday morning. Just minutes after escaped Warren County inmate Raphael McLeod was shot and killed by the homeowner and his wife. He was real bloody. Uh, he had stab wounds and uh, cuts on his head and things. And uh, it was it was kind of traumatic looking. He wasn't screaming. He was uh, just looking like he was in, in shock about the situation. Vicksburg Police Chief Walter Armstrong says the homeowner walked out to his garage and that's when he was ambushed by McLeod, who has been on the run for 10 days. McLeod forced the man back inside his home, tied him and his wife up and began beating the man. The couple was able to escape and find a weapon. No, uh, there, there, there was more than one shot fired. However, that's going to be part of our investigation to determine exactly how many shots were fired. McLeod was shot and killed. The homeowner was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. His wife and four-year-old child, who was in the home at the time of the shooting, did not suffer any injuries. Probably would have did the same thing if uh, he was in my house. I was trying to protect my family. McLeod had been behind bars, charged with capital murder and the death of Sharon Wilson. In Vicksburg, Jessica Bowman, three on your side. They said they need to complete an investigation. What investigation? There's no investigation needed here. <laughs> no, I, I know they need to investigate it. But, I mean, this guy goes in their house, ties him up, stabs one of them, and, and is beating on him, and they break free, and they shoot and kill him. Okay, let's move on. A convicted felon. A murderer. Rapist. Right. Arsonist. I mean, this was a very, very dangerous person. And uh, the husband, they reported, he's 29, 30 years old. The wife's 24 years old. A four-year-old child in the home. Did they see, did the four-year-old child see that? I, I don't know. I pray I that they didn't. Now, we saw, now this is unsubstantiated, this uh, unsubstantiated, this next thing I say. Um, but we saw a, a post on Facebook that um, a friend of this man the victim who ended up killing the the bad guy had just recently convinced the man to buy a gun. Wow. So just recently he had armed his family and who knew that in such a short span of time that would have been the difference between life and death. I have to believe that because if this person had already murdered other people, and, and the written version of this story goes on to say that um, there was a woman that he had murdered and um, I'm sure raped and, and that sort of thing. Her name was Sharon Wilson. Her name was mentioned in the, uh, the article or the, the newscast that uh, her body had been discovered in an abandoned hospital where of all the unusual things, ghost hunters had gone in and they were, you know, going into this abandoned hospital look for evidence of ghosts and and what do they find but the the body of Sharon Wilson and and that was just recently and so now this man is in a situation where he's got complete control over a young couple and the thing that made the difference was a firearm in the home and could they have called the police they could have called the police 
but was there time? Who knows? But you know the worst part about this? Even if, even if he would have left the house and they caught him, maybe he would have murdered those people too. If they had caught him, what would they have done with him? Put him in jail again? And then he would escape again. Right. And then he's going to terrorize him out, the next family. Or let family. him out on probation, probation for in seven years. This is sick. And I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm really glad that justice was finally met. I know. It's a sad and tragic situation, but I am so glad that there were responsibly armed citizens that were able to protect themselves. And that poor little four-year-old, I I don't even know what what would be going through their minds right now. But anyway, I, I like being able to bring those stories to the air because like when we were talking to Nikki Goser, who's with the um, Crime Prevention Research Center, so often she's got to go back and talk to the media and say, you left major portions out of your storytelling. Right. You know, and your word choice for wh- how you told the story ends up painting the bad guy as somehow he's the victim of all of this. Rather than, you know, you don't have to paint it anyway. Just tell the story the way that it happened. Well, there are several people that would probably wish that he wouldn't have been shot that give him another chance. I imagine and, there's somebody out yeah. there like that. Let's rehabilitate him, I suppose. What, the good thing is when you played that Superman clip at mm-hmm, the first, mm-hmm. that is really cool because you know what? It reminded me, you know what I'm doing tomorrow night? What are you doing tomorrow night? Superman versus Batman. It's not even out yet. I know. I got invited by a good friend, and we're going to see it tomorrow on a preview. Oh, my god! And remember, we've got, well, maybe I'm not supposed to say, am I? <laughs> I'll say it anyway. I've, well, I've got my two 105 howitzer cannons are in that movie. Some, Mine. Somehow, some ours. way, we don't know where, and maybe they ended up on the cutting room floor, but Dan's going to find out tomorrow if they they made the cut. But yeah, uh-huh. they were rented by the studio. and We spent a week at the set, and it was awesome, and tomorrow I get to see. So We're excited, excited about, about that. that. All right. Well, what time is it now, Dan? That's almost time to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> I guess it's my tip of the week. Is that what we're talking That's about? That's what time it is. Okay, tip of the week. We got to vote, people. You got to get up. You got to get 13 people, talk to your friends, 13 of them, and get them to go out and vote. 13? 13. What's magical about 13? Well, because 14's harder. Okay. And 11's not enough. Okay. 12's not enough. So 13. Find, get 13 of your friends. It doesn't matter who they want to vote for. Make them vote. Remember, Arizona is a very important state this year. For the primary, so get them out there and vote. Well, I agree with that. And I used to say, just vote. Just get involved. Just vote. But I don't really feel that way anymore. I feel like be educated. Know what the issues are. Know how the candidates um, believe. And then make an educated and informed vote. But that being said, um, one of the things that was so, um, it's becoming more and more clear in my own mind, the older I get and the more that we are on the radio talking about gun rights and gun laws and everything else, is the importance of the Constitution. It is, it, it's the roots of everything that we do. It's supposed to be the roots of everything that we do. And so for me, if I don't know exactly who to vote for or how to vote, 
I have to break it down for myself and I say, well, what would the Constitution say? What would our founding fathers say? And go from there. And so if that gives you even the, the smallest starting place to say, you know, I really haven't decided yet. I'm not, you know, you hear this on the news and that on the TV commercials and that sort of thing. You know, take the time and, and look at through, through the issues. And then the other thing I think is that I'm not even sure why is what the candidates think so important? Aren't they just supposed to do what we want them to do? We the people? Isn't this for the people, by the people, of the people? Isn't that the way it's supposed to go? Well, all I remember is that when Obama was uh, in his inauguration and he said that he would follow the Constitution, what version was he following? Well, I mean, we, we, we don't want to bash anybody, no, but I, well, I do think that there has been some leaping over of the Constitution o- over the past eight years and maybe twisting definitions and... And complete disregard. <laughs> right. So, so, I mean, what do you do? If you're not following the Constitution, you're not following it. And who's not following it? we got to say who's not following it. So I don't know. Um, my other tip, it got carried away here, is, you know, spring's here. Go out and enjoy your rights. Go out and take some friends with you. Take some people that's never went shooting. Go out tomorrow and go shooting. You know, just, just go out and have a good time. Take some 22 shells or whatever and just go out and have a good time and, and teach them how to handle the firearms properly, and they'll learn to respect them and have a good time. And then lastly, clean up your mess when you're done. Clean up your mess when you're done. Please. Your mama is not out on the range, right? Well, it's, it's <laughs> I need a more important. of a drill sergeant voice when I say that. How are we going to get people involved in guns if we don't invite new people mm-hmm. and even people that say they don't like guns just say hey well why don't you just come out you know we'll go to lunch afterwards just go out and shoot a couple rounds i think that's a great idea enjoy the weather enjoy the beauty of arizona or whatever state you're in because it's spring everywhere spring is beginning to sprung wait well, they something say like that back east it's not spring yet <laughs> well as soon as it is take your friends out and uh you know have a safe and responsible time out on the range. And in Arizona, Tuesday. Tuesday's the day. What's Tuesday? Voting day. Oh, that's right. That's right. All 13, right. 13 friends. 13 friends. All right. So thank you so much for, for tuning in, for listening, for caring about what we're doing here, for all your input on Twitter and Facebook and on our, our webpage, gunfreedomradio.com. Thank you to our tech crew. You guys are awesome guys make the magic happen and uh thank you to our guests and until next time pray for our nation pray for our leaders and be good to each other have a great week and god bless and we leave you with the words of president reagan so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolved the idea that you and i have within ourselves the god-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.